Welcome to NFP, the Non-Fungible Podcast, with your host, D. Klein. All right, today on NFP, we've got a bit of a different episode here. It's Max Osiris on the road. Uh, I'm going to be chatting with him as he's going for a walk, a bike ride, stopping for a beer. It's just a fun conversation about all kinds of different topics, from royalties to uh, genuine, authentic crypto art, buyers and collectors versus the uh, pump and dump and flipping scene, uh, and on to topics like ayahuasca and uh, Bass Pro Shop sponsorships. It's a fun conversation. I hope you enjoy the the episode. Hey, this is NFP, the non-fungible podcast with me, D. Klein. Today's episode is brought to you by the Koi Network. Koi makes minting NFTs super easy and inexpensive. Just drag and drop your file using their NFT wallet, Finny, and Koi takes care of the rest. Minting costs as little as one cent, so you can create as many NFTs as you want. And when they're viewed by other people, you even earn Koi tokens that you can use to fund your next series. Check it out at koii.network. Awesome. Max Osiris. Welcome Howdy. back to NFP, man. Thanks for having me. I hope the connection holds, man. Um... <laughs> this is a this is a, a portable on-the-go podcast we've got happen here, folks. So, you know, we might get the occasional drop. Anyway, uh, beautiful scenery. World's, got world's on in the first background NFT there. podcast. Um, I mean, you sound like crap to me, but it's probably the cellular network. Um, hopefully my audio is coming through like a little bit better. Yeah, your it's audio is okay. We'll see. I right guess now. I guess at the end of the fo- uh, podcast, I'll find out how bad it is. <laughs> I wonder if I can. Right. <laughs> All right. Let's see if I can. Can I, can I switch video on this thing? Yeah, I think so. Check it out. Ah, very nice. That. Bird. See what is that, that is? a heron? It's a heron. heron. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, we've got those up here in the summer, but they take off to warmer places because they're smart, unlike us. Oh, and I have to I have to run over and, and get it to sign a form real quick to make sure we can use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's okay. He's in a public place. It's all good. Oh, really? Oh, that's right. I forget. I just I I literally watched a man, like an older man, like he was walking very slowly, as you know, a dude, and then. She just picked up this fish that was, for some reason, on the sidewalk. It was like, it was like a pretty big fish. It was like two, three feet there or something. There's a fish on the sidewalk. Okay. Yeah, there's a fish on the sidewalk. This old man picked up a fish on the sidewalk. And he walked it over slowly to the garbage can and threw out this fish. Okay. And I, and I looked, you know, I was kind of like watching it unfold. And I took a photo of it. I just posted it on Twitter. And, and I was like, there's an old man disposing of a fish right now and you know it's just one of those moments it's like do you know uh, nathan fielder and yep but yeah like right like the bread episode and whatever and it was a little bit like that i was like this is this is kind of odd for some reason and i was like you know i didn't think much of it and then a few minutes later a uh another guy came out and i'm pretty sure he took the fish out of the water because <laughs> he he was like, where's the fish? I, you know, and he walked over and grabbed the fish out of the garbage can and had like a conversation about him. I think he was not happy about the old man threw out the fish. 
<laughs> and so, <laughs> and so I, I that caught that and put well. that on the sidewalk. I was going to have yeah. that. Yeah. And so he, you know, they, they had a little, like a nice confrontation about it. And then I think it was cute because he's like, you want to pose with the fish? And then he, I think he's going to try to give him some of it. Which I'm like, it's kind of an interesting, just spontaneous event. Yeah, that's a that's a model for world peace right there. You know. Yeah, totally. They came to you know a peaceful settlement at the end, and <laughs> were able to kind of enjoy the moment together. It's great. This is have you have you considered changing your podcast to the uh, Fish Stories podcast? <laughs> and FP, uh, the something fish podcast. I don't know. I have to think it's something yeah. at the end. I don't know. I don't know if I'm really into that. I mean, I've got the old uh, Bass Pro Shop baseball caps and whatnot, but I'm not really a big fisher, you know. Yeah, I, I buy those either. caps because they're cheap. They're like eight dollars or whatever. So, <laughs> well, I think I think if you, you know, get uh, get Toads with back on there, you know, who's that? I feel like you can get Bass Pro Shops to sponsor your hmm. your thing. I would be very happy for Bass Pro Shop to sponsor my show. Hundred percent, and I would talk about fish more often if they wanted me to. Do you want me to? Do you want me to secure that? I can, like, I'll call yeah. people all day. I'll be like, "Hey, you, you can be my agent on that. I'll give you a percentage." Okay, what's the percentage? <laughs> <laughs> should we negotiate this off air? <laughs> yeah, we should probably do it after hours. You know, and you know what? I'm cool with fifty-fifty if you're doing all the work. You know, holy around, crap, you know? dude! Let's do it. Yeah, I will sell the fifty-fifty on the sponsorship. Go. Let's do it. Look at this. I know that Tom sounds Jason. overly, you know, I'm I'm giving myself away there with 50-50, but you know, I'm oh okay for with sure, that. that's why I'm gonna jump on the deal because I'm like, <laughs> if I can have you do all the work and me, well, you're doing all the running around trying to get me deals. Yeah, but once the deal is secured, you know, that's true. Then I still have to work, and you just sit back and rake I, in the cash. Yeah, I just sit back, smoke a cigar, pet a cat. You know, invest in BlackRock. I don't know how much dark fish get, on the you know? street. <laughs> I just stare at old men fishing <laughs> for fish on the sidewalk. How's the how's the right. ambient noise? Because I'm getting on my bike right now, and I'm not I'm not trying to be like. <laughs> uh it's not bad i was trying to figure out how you were all of a sudden moving more smoothly like without that up and down you know I'm it's, on all, a dolly. it's just weird because you can't see the bike <laughs> but you were normally having the walking kind of motion your head kind of bobbing up and down and now you're just you know flat so it's just kind of weird how that happened because you didn't mention the bicycle i never saw you pick up the bicycle so that was kind of wild was your bike just sitting there not locked uh <laughs> I like, didn't hear totally you unsecured. Said. Was your bike completely unsecured, just sitting there? I just like... stole a bike. This is how gang. <laughs> this so is on video, bike. Max. I don't know, man. I actually, I do. I will confess to stealing a bike once on Fire Island. Wow. Um, yeah. We were all what, just. What, you know, what compelled tired. you to steal a bike? Were you a kid? Were you just doing dumb um, stuff? Just yeah, just like being drunk on fire island with people and you know if you've been on fire island it's like i would i would imagine that a decent percentage of people on fire island have stolen a bike <laughs> what is it about <laughs> fire island that you think encourages people to become thieves um i think everyone's just getting drunk and trying to get around you know and it's kind of that anarchy vibe 
I think so. I mean, I, I might be just trying to absolve myself of my personal sins. So right, right. Everybody was know. doing it. Everyone was doing it. It was a few decades ago. <laughs> I was just trying to fit in with the crowd. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So thanks, what do you think of? Uh, Thank you. You're, this is Sunday, and I'm I'm appreciate that you're my priest that you just like let me off that easy. Yeah, I absolve you of your your bicycle sin. Sweet. Just, uh, it's that easy. I don't know. Do a few uh, flagellations of some sort. I don't know. Um, <laughs> bend or do I have to like beat myself or how do I? <laughs> you figure it out, man. I'm not going to go into detail on that one. Um, Ooh, but uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I noticed bike. that uh, you've been talking a lot about the whole royalty <laughs> thing. And I'll be honest, I haven't really kept up with it, to be fair. You know, like I mean, what's the scoop lately? Of... I'm really busy watching old men's fish sea out of the right yes. concrete. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think technologically or, you know, sort of culturally speaking, we should definitely support royalties, right? Like we fought for that mm -hmm. as like OGs collectively. I mean, people were like doing it live, a little bit. Um, they, they did a collectively a much better job, I think, of sort of uniting and saying, hey, you know what? Because we were all kind of sold on that too, right? And, mm -hmm. and it was like, it's yo, true. this is a different thing. Um, yep. You actually get paid, you know, on resales. And that's why I think a lot of us got involved, you know? And that's yeah, what kind of built absolutely. this space. So I think it's, yep. it would be like a disgusting way to sort of sell everyone out if everyone was like, yo, let's do. I never even like visited the site pseudo swap, whatever the hell that is, you know, because I'm just yeah, like, actually, I have never used it either. But yeah, I'm like, what are you just trying to get high on math and, you know, flip a bunch of cartoons forever until you are the sole winner? Like, it just seems like a, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I don't know. if you look around in the space, it's pretty clear there are some people here who couldn't care less about the creators. Yeah, right. It's just like, yeah, let's make all the money off the creators. This is fuck oh man you know it's like yikes <laughs> let's go but... back to fiverr as our source of creation and <laughs> the artist three yeah, dollars if you're listening zach yeah zach and and john and whoever it's like a whole bunch of them now it used to be a lot simpler but they they yeah can you can you just change it to super fiber right <laughs> <laughs> and and i and i can't because they're actually i think they're of all the mega cores, they're not even a mega core, but like of all the, the you know, the corporations, I think they, they still kind of, you know, and I have my issues with them, obviously, historically speaking, but yeah, um, I appreciate the fact that like, like on Rarible, I got no royalties because, you know, they were right. kind of behind the game on that. Um, you know, no origin is okay. I don't know. I think I'm about to, I think I'm a man on no origin for the Paris piece. Oh yeah, yeah. Don Origin made I, some good changes, right? They kind of fixed some of the flaws and were very proactive about it. And I, and I do like that they're very supportive of artists in general. Yeah, like they they just you know they sponsor the Sagamore thing for future art, mm -hmm. and I'm like that's cool, getting you know artists together. So the eBay thing I have issues with, obviously, you know. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think David David Moore is a good good dude. Like he, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know, he actually even spoke to me before even Super Air ever, you know, like when it came to the issue. So I was like, okay, you're dealing with stuff. I appreciate that. Like, I don't know. I kind of, I think in a larger sense, I want, like, I like that there's 
more than one option, right? It's not just like the Google of search. Like there's super rare, there's non-origin. You can do a manifold contract. You can do, you know, like nifty gateway, maybe. That's something mm -hmm, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm like thinking about doing nifty gateway drop, even though I've been like merciless about them, but I'm kind of like, mm can't beat them join them but but like the project would have to be something that goes way beyond myself i think just to use right. their sort of platform to do something that's greater good for you got to create something that's suited to the platform yeah so tomorrow i'm like i'm talking to matthew i haven't talked to him i think he's another good dude right like all these yeah all these, like i like good people that are in it for the right reasons and i think like mm -hmm. all the platforms are filled with them um but I also, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot. It's like, I, I would like to see a more decentralized aspect of it. You know, like the manifold thing I think is, is a step, but I haven't even mentioned right. anything on that because A, I don't like their UI and, and B, mm -hmm. you know, I just kind of like now having been in this space for long enough, I'm kind of like, I can, I can see that there's pressure is mounting on them, right? Like the NFT yep. bottom fell out. The, sure. the, the pressure is mounting on these platforms. And then, you know, I'm sure their handlers are like, you gotta, you gotta make this money. I want to do a super rare pass or something. You know, I'm sure that wasn't even their idea. It was just floated to them. Um, but, I, you know, I would love to see, like, like I said, like WordPress plugins, plug and play, sort of like maybe community embedded contracts that aren't tied to a particular, like, I just want more options because I think yeah. ultimately a lot of it comes down to, like your social media following or however you choose to market it right so you're like twitter yep i still haven't bought a blue check mark no which... i can't even do it in canada but i don't know i kind of like the option of really? doing it just because of the, some of the things you can do with it you can uh add it uh well i think you can if you're on apple i don't think you can if you're on android i know what i refuse what a, I refuse what to a be on dumb apple, thing so. right like what if <laughs> i have an apple ipad favored that like it's like i'm sure it's just because of the fact that you know you can test it more quickly for quality assurance on apple than you can on a thousand android devices once again right the thing about android is a little more decentralized than freaking apple like yeah. apple dictates all your options for you right and i don't i don't like that like i didn't even know you can not buy it in canada i didn't know you... uh, i could Damn, be wrong like, i think that... it, i think you can if you've got apple but not android i just don't like the kyc aspect of it that's mm. one of my major issues with Right? It's like, oh, wow. Okay, Elon, you just basically sold everyone's data on the sly on the back end right. and are selling it. And now it's just a lot more concrete. But you're not talking about You don't about think that was already the case, though? What's that? You don't think that was already the case, though? Uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it could be tried. It just, it just made it easier. I, think, to, mm -hmm. I mean, I, I really believe in you know, like the ability to, and I, yeah, right. Like if somebody really is gunning after you, they'll find all your data. And especially if they're in the, like, you know, they're the protected field. Like if they're the, you know, what is, what is it? The right. Legalized violence field, police, FBI, so oh, they, they basically can just like trudge through any of your things and be like, this guy did a thing. Although I, I found it it's funny, I'm going to interrupt you. I saw a one the other day where it was someone saying, hey, you know, if you've used your facial scan for any apps, now the government has your facial ID. And the person replied saying, have you ever seen something called a driver's license? <laughs> you know, <it's> like, 
it's like are we making something out of nothing here like is this information already available to them anyway you know like realistically if you're carrying a phone around with you there are many entities that know exactly where you are they know what you're texting they know right this is not a new thing (laughs) right i mean it's yeah it's kind of like post this thing on your facebook you know and it's like i do not agree you know it's like the dumbest thing you can do with your time is like try to spread this meme about how you're using the service to declare that you're not using the service or something you know right uh, but yeah i mean i'm i'm i don't know dude like you know i'm in america and uh it's a bit better it's a bit better than you know shanghai i mean a lot yeah right yeah Um, yeah no i'm just saying all a lot of that privacy that we imagine we have is already compromised oh absolutely i mean they just you know there's like a thing i saw where people like the local cops can just basically be like hey nest and like you don't the owner doesn't have to know about it we're just gonna like stare through their cameras and look at all their footage and stuff you know and it's like that that whole thing of um, protect yourself, you know, and then now you have like basically a shitty, unobscured sort of like IP address just broadcasting live video, and then mm-hmm. you know whether it's hackers or uh, you know basically your local PD department, they just no like the laws are so so whack about that, that you know, because everyone is just like oh they're doing it for the good and i think that's the like that's the horrible red herring it's like oh we're doing it for the good right mm-hmm. it's like are you because yeah. y'all are corrupt as hell you well, know and it's like the thing, right? there's, there's so many there's so much so much proof of it yeah but i think your ability to and i don't know like i feel like people are just giving it up for convenience sake as they always sure. have you know it's like well it's kind of like these like ai lens app whatever it's like Ugh. I can train my own model, you know, and there's people, it's cute. Like people are like, oh, you can train your model. You don't have to like pay this, you know, re- rebuild and stuff, which I agree with because nothing I hate more than being like, oh man, there's this face app. Now I'm paying per month that I didn't realize, but I'm too busy to like, I don't know, cancel it. Now I'm like paying some bullshit tech company for the privilege of just essentially selling my data. Yeah, that reminds me. I have a mid-journey subscription because I fiddled around with it a little bit. And yeah. I don't even know how to cancel it now. Because <laughs> I think you sign up in Discord or something. And uh, <laughs> uh, you got you to gotta, like, you got to message all these people on Discord and then they'll put you on allow list for a cancel. Yeah, right? yeah exactly. Gotta... <laughs> it's, like, it's like getting a gym membership canceled. It's like, okay, do I got to go in and talk in person? Somebody convince them why I should be allowed to cancel? I don't know. I right? just haven't that's looked into do, it, but that's why I don't do gyms. I just, you know, whenever I, I find something heavy, I lift it. That's not true. I haven't done that in a while. I've kind of <laughs> let myself go doing that whole thing, you know, where I'm just kind of like, let's see what my body's capable of handling. I don't really take care of it. <laughs> let's see. Experiment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it's a big uh, test. It's like, okay, let's see, let's see what you can do, body. 
Are you one of these New Year's resolution people, though, that, you know, sort of kind of come into the time of year where you're like, okay, not time to, uh, you know, shape up. I know I tend to have that where, you know, like, oh, gee, I better, you know, get healthier. And it usually lasts about two, three weeks where I'm like, yeah, doing my New Year's resolution. (laughs) I feel like uh, New Year's is a conspiracy put out by Big Santa. So, Uh uh-huh. All right. Just think about it, right? New, right? If you do the if you do the numbers on that, if you do the numerology, and then you combine it with year, holy, you know what I mean? Like, do your own deep diving into it. But I would say, please expand. I'm not quite following. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it takes like a high level of intelligence and, and oh, sorry, I'm and not. Maybe, uh, I don't know if that I can reach that. To, to really understand. Um, but yeah. I mean, what do you do? You basically just buy a bunch of crap you don't need, right? Yeah. That's Big Santa, dude. Well, there's a point there. There, It is a marketing tool for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I don't That's know. That's not conspiratorial. What's that? Yeah. I just, I, you know, I think if you mark anything as a conspiracy theory, it um, <laughs> proves it to be true. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have had a lot of cases over the last few years where it, things were first thought to be a conspiracy and then they were true. Right? Oh, yeah. The, I mean, the main one, more often than we right? The, I call it the big lie circa 2018, but like, I don't know. It's going to take a while. I'm not interested in people yelling at me because they like listen to some things on TV about it. Trying to sort of. Which big lie are you referring to? The what's that? Which big lie are you referring to? I'm not sure. Oh, the, the, oh, um, sorry. I had a, oh, had a, had a, something struck in my, struck in my throat. You should get vaccinated uh, for that, whatever that was. I, I mean, I did, dude. Look at this. So, okay, so check this out. Yesterday, I got the vaccine of the jungle. Have you heard of this thing? No. Whoa. Okay, if for listeners, he's got like three major like gouges in his arm. Looks like something like the old TB shots would have been. But what was that for? Um, so I'm, I'm trying to complete my bingo card of like super spiritual things that I do. Okay. Uh, so that's, that's from, there's a, there's a cute little frog that grows in the Amazon. Like imagine like a Pepe, right? Yep. But just kind of just hangs out in the Amazon. Okay. As anything does, you know, just sort of looks at the sky, jumps on some trees. Well, apparently it also has, you know, a uh, really potent poison. Oh. That uh, essentially when it's applied to your skin off of like some burn marks, it like, it puts the body into like a shock. Okay. Kind of, or just like a bunch of weird stuff starts happening. And then the lymphatic system, the lymph nodes apparently are just like, ah, we've been sleeping for a while, you know, or it's like if I've abused my body. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, we gotta, we gotta get to work, guys, right? So then the lymph nodes basically just sort of get together and they're like, hey, there's this idiot took a tree poison. <laughs> um, it's, our, it's our day to save the day, right? And then they basically mm-hmm. just kind of like gang up with their friends, like the stomach and the anus, you know? And they're like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. We take all this bullshit it's in this guy's system because he's living in a normal world filled with toxins. You know, we, need to, we need to vacate the toxins, you know? So basically, okay. it's a lot of like, a lot of like poop, 
you know, and things like that. And I mean, but very unpleasant, just like not cleansing, let's say. Yeah, it's not a good time. It's not like a party, right? Like this, the funny thing about people who sort of like, they're just uninformed, you know? So they, they kind of like, they think like ayahuasca and San Pedro and Combo and Bufo and all these different things are like fun. Like, you know, they think they're going to like some shitty Miami party where people are just like, let's have fun and go into ecstasy, right? Or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like pretty much not that at all. It's like, these, these are like, pretty uh, pretty intense experiences but they're kind of like on a they're like they're not drugs they're like soul level stuff you know uh-huh which yeah i just you know want to mention combo shout out ayahuasca right i'm sponsored by ayahuasca secretly like this whole time <laughs> wow i didn't know that dude we can do a bass pro fish shops and an ayahuasca drop <laughs> on decline great idea max I'll do I, it. I'm very naive it. when it comes to ayahuasca. I know very little about it. No one does. It's the weirdest thing, right? It's like here, here's this consciousness that grows in the deepest, most ancient parts of the world that can communicate to us if we're open, but we're like, we're stuck in this like third slash fourth dimension, you know? And mm-hmm. it's like, it's so, it's so, it's, it, it's the biggest mystery, right? Like Terrence McKenna, when he and Timothy O'Leary and everybody got like kicked out of, normal society who's like wanted by interpol like they went to and it's called have you ever listened to this it's great it's so long but very pleasant because terrence like narrates it and terrence is like his voice is just very soothing mm-hmm. he kind of talks about just, you know being kicked out of society and having no place to go so he went down to la Torreira and basically try to find this fabled yage which is you know another form another name for ayahuasca mm-hmm. and he was talking about like his experiences there and they're so batshit insane right like you would get you would get arrested immediately in like normal society if you weren't in the middle of the jungle right and that's kind of that's kind of what it is you know it's like like i call it like shamanic spaces like basically like weird shit's happening and no one's calling the cops right but like the stuff is <laughs> hopefully using so what's the benefit medicine, to like, you of using ayahuasca i have no idea like what is the the purported benefit so to it I, I, I think the best way I've heard it described is it's sort of an opportunity to reunite with your soul, um, which through different traumas you may have experienced, you may have like kind of not really any connection to anymore, right? It's like okay. um, Rhythmia in Costa Rica, they're sort of the, I don't know, they're sort of like the high-end ayahuasca retreats, which sound nice you know it's like okay you're in a supportive environment but the founder of it is like he's pretty cool i've listened to him talk about basically how he got into it which he was just unhappy just deeply unhappy right like he just okay and all the things on the surface seemed cool like you know he had made a hundred million dollars he was running a magazine it's kind of like manila sky in that sense you know like here's this guy he's got it all but he's deeply just unhappy he you know and it took Mm -hmm. him like an ayahuasca journey to like really kind of reconnect why that happened you know and it's essentially like child abuse and, and you know different sort of sexual trauma and things like that but he's like, so it kind of allows things. those kind of repressed memories to kind of come out and you to recognize these things that have right. driven and your life in a sense yeah because like you couldn't um essentially it's like a way to survive um 
that then you kind of like split yourself you know and then you're kind of like oh I, I i like that part of my childhood and this itself but i don't really have access to it and things like that you know so mm-hmm. and it's everyone's experience is so different so wildly yeah this is different you know that mm-hmm. it's kind of and it's one of those things it's like you, you can't really quite understand. you know like even you know uh, like Robin is bless his heart, you know, he's like, he's like, yeah, plastic shaman. I'm like, do the things, you know, do the, do the, do the actual medicines and like, come talk to me about it. And because, mm-hmm. because it's, yeah, you can disparage it all you want, you know, but that's, I don't know. It's like be, me disparaging someone's like ancient culture of tradition that's been around for 5,000 years. And I'm sure. like, that's stupid, you know? Like, yeah. All right. 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 Well, I mean, that. you can look sure. at the history of marijuana and see a similar thing that happened there where it became, you know, it got this, you know, reputation for being this horrible thing. And it was used, right, as a way to, you know, control populations and arrest people and so forth. But, Which is uh, still, and, and, and that's unfortunately still being used in that way, right? Like for all the progress right. that's been made and for all the, for all of the, um, you know, the Biden photo op, I actually think he's like probably way better than almost almost certainly way better than the last guy but you know uh it's still like a lot of photo ops and ineffectual sort of things and that's one of those you know it's like the mass incarceration like you have to you have to get out of that cycle because it's yeah breaks people up breaks people families up yeah well i I feel like it's market driven i mean at least in the united states you have private prisons that are incentivized right. to make sure people are, you know, using their services, let's say. So yeah, exactly. And <laughs> you have and to the, have crimes to get people to get into prison for in order to keep the whole business going. Yeah. And if, and if you add more, you know what I mean? Like so many people's livelihoods get sort of flicked off by like the signing of a pen or, you know, they make yeah. a lot of money. So then they, they ask, politicians to you know basically sign off on what they already wrote to be in their favor and you know it's that's the that's an unfortunate aspect of it that Mm -hmm. like we have to deal with it some level you know i mean like i can't i can't just keep ignoring it Um, yeah same way that i can't you know i think there's been progress i mean there's there's you have a lot of states that have legalized uh, pot for example i don't know yeah. what's the status on ayahuasca is that illegal i don't even know is that legal illegal i couldn't even tell you um so it's technically illegal except for and this is where the progress has been made is like you kind of have to have like uh because essentially it's it's a spiritual thing right so it's like which amendment deals with like freedom of religion i don't remember i'm canadian <laughs> oh sure okay yeah <laughs> forgot that not everything's america uh, <laughs> but well, essentially you have to have like a license to to be able to dispense it and th- you know because it has to be in a church setting right which oh I, some kind of religious setting i see yeah which i mean i kind of get the protection part of it you know it's like it's probably probably not a great idea to just like walk around and just like take shots <laughs> yeah. <by> Oscar. <laughs> exactly you just got to start your own church max you can do that in the united states make it a write-off might, man i actually i think i might i i probably That's... will at some point it's one of those things where it's like so i want to become it's the a... biggest scam ever man all these <laughs> like honestly the the ability to just kind of spin up a church mm-hmm. <laughs> legally and just you know 
have basically tax free status. Like, I'm not saying all churches are scams. Don't misinterpret me. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm saying that, but you know. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I'm just well, a lot of them are, um, but it's an interesting. You know, when you look at how much money flows through some of these churches, you know, right. it's. I mean, like. Crazy. It'd be interesting to know how much damage control went into Will Smith's lap by, ooh, see, like a scooter just fell over. Reality is weird, man. That's the aspect of the, of the like, Nathan Fielder thing that I really enjoy is, hold on, I'm going to go into a loud place here for a minute. You can run okay. your uh, Bass Pro Shops. This uh, is where the Bass Pro Shops ad goes? Yeah. Um, you can run your bass. Oh, okay. Thanks. You like fish, right? I'll do it for you. Bass Pro Shops has the best things to catch fish. You want a big fish? How about the biggest fish? You can catch the biggest fish with Bass Pro Shops. Guaranteed. That was good. Wow, you just did that ad living. That was pretty impressive. Right? I mean, I'll add some, you know, fish. explosions and stuff. You know. <laughs> <laughs> see look at that You're the, the biggest fish oh yeah <laughs> you have that 90s style to it you know with like the splash screens and everything that'd be good yeah, yeah. i mean did you manage to do you got a beer that fast there mm -hmm. how did that happen um iowa scarrow magic <laughs> <laughs> That was pretty wild. So now Max is sitting down with a pint. He's finished yes. his bike ride, and now he's got his recovery drink. So, yes, this is uh, the Gatorade of champion. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm a little jealous right now, though. I would really love to be having a pint right about now, but it's a little early in the day for me, but it's actually earlier in the day for you, so I guess that doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, I feel, I feel like... Um, I always get like nervous for just showing up, you know, I'm just kind of like, ah, I gotta, I gotta act as myself, you know, or the icon that I created or something. <laughs> so even like, even like Basel, I was like stressed out so much even before going. And it's so stupid because it's just like my body gets stressed, but I'm like, why are you, it's going to be fine. You're going to have a good time. Yep. I'm going to see some friends and meet some new people, but yeah, I don't know. I didn't make it to Basel this year. I remember the stress of it for me was, okay, there's seven events going on right now. And these people are saying, oh, this is the event you should be at. And these people are saying, oh, this event is the one you should be at. So then you go to one of them <clears throat> and you're like, hmm, maybe we should be at that other event. So then you take an Uber and in Miami, <laughs> that's like, you're asking for trouble trying to get it, you know, across yeah, town there. So you get across town to this other party that has now died down. Yeah. Right. And that's what the entire experience was like, <laughs> just running around everywhere. You just, I mean, you just, right, exactly. It's, it's pretty much what it is, like, through and through. Like, I had, like, I basically just went to the future, future art party, the Satsuma thing, just because I, yeah. just because I knew, like, I've, you know, I'd met them before, and I, I really, you know, I, I love them. They're just super cool people, and I'm like, even if, if the party's not super hype at that moment, I'll have somebody to talk to, or, you know, and, and like, that kind of secured it for me i went to some other stuff too but um yeah it's 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 funny man. like i i uh was joking around with, with the guys there because i was like 
I want to make a song. It's like, where's the next after party? The next party to the after party. Where the next, next, next to the next, to the next, to the you know? Because it's like everyone's always looking for the. It's the it's the most hilarious thing. Everyone's looking for the hypest after party there is, and I think by and large it doesn't really exist. It's like right. You're always like, oh, feeling like, okay, am I now in the in group? Am I now, or or is it <laughs> happening somewhere else? Right, and that's okay. So that's another thing. Like after this combo thing yesterday. I had like really vivid dreams and then these vivid hmm. dreams were of like essentially kind of that it was like and it reminded me a lot of like summit like summit series I think it's called summit now right and like I remember I attended this thing like five thousand dollars a ticket and it's like biggest influencers wow. and all you know it's like the creme de la creme and they've been called the Davos of the entrepreneurial age or something which seems menacing to me quite honestly you know, it's like, oh, the, the next Charles Schwab's are being groomed here or whatever the hell. <laughs> right. <laughs> but it was kind of like that. It was, it was, it was literally it was just kind of like everyone's just clout chasing, right? Everyone's like, okay, well, are you important enough for me to tell, you know, people looking at the name badges and whatever. And like, uh, I don't think they even had name badges. They're like ultra cool, right? <laughs> like, yeah. You would kind of look and see and... who's gathering around whom and go, oh, okay, I guess I should go stand over there with that group. I know, right? And that's and it's like one of those things where I'm kind of like, I have some clout in this space here, you know what I mean? Like the guitar thing, and people are like, oh, hey, you know? And I'm kind of like, I'm like, ah, because I'm like, I think, and it's, you know, because I'm like, I don't know you, right? You know what I mean? Like, or probably, or I do. And sometimes it's really cool because it's like, it's like, oh, I'm this person, or that. I'm like, oh, I know your work, you know, I know your heart and stuff like that. But there's like, there's, there's so, there's such a thick level of like, people trying to extract from this space yes too you know and it's like it's gotten it's just gotten so out of control in the sense of like mm-hmm. you know and like people trying to sell you on you know just uh, you know i saw this on like instagram they're like yeah we, we guarantee twenty thousand people at your discord you're gonna sell out and I'm like, Jeez, man you know and it's like that's it's, it's gross ass cottage industry of like the people who run these systems of like discords and pump and dump channels and you know and then everyone yeah. ignores everyone who loses and i think that's that's the worst part of this whole thing is like because built into it is oh shit I just, oh i got excited about something i spent two grand on a shitty cartoon that is now worth you know 200 bucks man yeah. i'm so embarrassed about it probably as a guy right i'm like i'm not gonna tell anyone about this right so like it's kind of like in rationality, there's like, what is it? It's like the, uh, some kind of sort of like logical fallacy, right? Where if like, essentially the planes that would come back from World War II, they would, they would look for where the most bullets were, right? Cause they were like, oh, that's where we need to like shore up and put more metal on these parts because that's where the planes are getting shot down. But what they didn't really, understand is oh the planes that never came back that it was getting shot down and you have no data on that right right so and it's like all these people's like savings or whatever they have are getting shot down but there's no data on that because no one heralds it and everyone's too embarrassed to admit to it and i think that's something that probably needs to be brought up somewhat in the space of like oh like maybe don't you know, have an NFT gambling addiction where you're just losing money constantly to these like very clever but psychopathic assholes that are like running the show or running the things behind the things behind the things, right? 
like yep. fucking Azuki, the dumbest. Like, uh, look, just look at Azuki. Like, you know what I mean? Let's look at it. It's just, it's just dumb. It's, just look at it. And I'm like, <laughs> but anyway, I, you know, I come from the the art side of things where we, we like talk about nice things and right. And, uh, See, I I've always kept myself kind of like contented in the space because I've only ever just bought stuff that I liked. You know, I never really got into the flipping stuff. I never yeah. really got into the gambling side of it. And same with selling the um, NFTs. I just sold NFTs to people who liked them. I never was like, you know, hey, buy this now and it's going to be worth this much later. You know what I mean? Like to me, yeah. it's to me, it's more authentic. I mean, and you've been that way too as a crypto artist. You you haven't been, you know, like, oh, buy these and flip them, whatever, right? You know, I, and uh, I think if you've done that, the whole experience has been pretty positive overall, even with the market ups yeah. and downs. Yeah, granted, I'm not selling as much as I was a year ago right um yeah but, and, you know and like that's I, that's okay you know and i've sort of flipped quote unquote but you know it's sort of like the panther zeta right like i made a profit off a of sure. shark just because yeah sure no don't I get me wrong i have i have flipped some but again it was where i bought a piece i think one of the best ones i flipped was a keef monster piece where i just really liked it i thought it was cool and i thought oh i'm gonna buy this and i'm gonna sell it for more because i think people will like it and they and it did sell for more you know but it wasn't a case of yeah. Oh, I gotta follow this FOMO. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Right? I'm like, if you're if you're taking cartoon investment advice from Discord, I think like maybe I don't know, do do some more your your own research. Uh, you know, <laughs> maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so okay. So let's get back to the topic. I don't even know what the topic is. What's the topic? <laughs> we're just roaming around from topic to topic, really. Sweet. You know, I did notice. So talking about this whole flipping thing, you were kind of critical of super rares, rare pass concept. Yeah. What do you think of that? Tell me about it. Uh, I feel like it was the first time they were like, "We're going to be nifty gateway now." you know or something right it like. does have it a was, nifty gateway vibe to it for sure yeah it's like it's a boiler room kind of situation i think essentially i think they they basically thought or you know they're like we have an enormous email list right you know and i think that's basically like kind of what it was it's like we're just gonna we're gonna email blast all of our collectors get them hyped about future sales or you know future things and a lot of you know, like you know a lot of the collectors that collected me like so kind of independent you know not not sort of you know methed out hyper traders like like people who care about art right yeah like exactly good taste kind of reached out to me privately and they were like yeah uh, you know and some publicly too like they they stated their issues with it because it just it felt it's like the it felt like a big carny show right so like the big carny show is you you get everyone hyped up you know you're like we're gonna there's gonna be a, a lady with a beard there's gonna be a bunch of people <laughs> flipping stupid stuff you know there's gonna be we're gonna have popcorn it's gonna be cool hell yeah go right and it's like yeah they come to your town they they raise the whole thing and i'm super hyped and excited about it and then there's also the people who basically did the math you know and i think like like when i looked at the results it was like 17.25 is where somebody had like figured out that that's where sort of like the most likely break-even point or more so probably like capitalize the next copy point was. There's like a ton of those sales, right? So it, it was essentially just sort of like a, you know, a giant carny show slash 
an opportunity for people who did the math to try to come up, you know, and try to flip. And I don't know, it kind of, it, it, to me, it goes against sort of what the whole thing is sort of based on, which is like you say, it's like art I like, you know, it's, it's a slower process. It's a much slower or probably a lot more dignified process. Mm-hmm. than being like oh i want to get the show to the the raffle or the hopefully x copy right like let's let's be real like no one you know some people care about other artists <laughs> i don't know could you make the you know the 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 old uh gift shop argument you know you've got super rares one of ones that's like your museum and you know the the 250 whatever editions that's more like your gift shop type vibe like it's not necessarily a bad thing it's just a different demographic different market yeah, but it's it, it's when Super Rare really moved into the casino game. You know what I mean? Like, because mm. it was based off right. Of I see what you mean. Like, they were, it's based off the features of art that you haven't seen that there's a mysterious value to. That we're just gonna like float these artists. That in total, you're like, oh yeah, I'd like to probably own something of theirs, and it's good artists, right? A lot of it was, you know, like I don't even know their selection terms. You know, Rob just got back on it. It's hilarious because at one point he was like, he was like, oh, I'm never going to do Super Rare again. He was like, oh, shit, I need to do Super Rare again. <laughs> just to maintain relevance. <laughs> I sort of kind of get because I also am like, I have that same type of funky relationship with them where I'm like, yeah. I, I kind of feel grandfathered in to be able to flip and use them. Yeah. But I also, you know, I mean, like, I think they did me wrong in, in ways that they've never acknowledged in ever, you know. And, and so I still have a lot of beef with them. Mm. Um, but they're part of the game in town. So I use them right now, you know, like to, to sell my art, but I also, I feel like I'm damn right too. Cause people, people come out of the woodwork and they're like, Oh, you, you know, you complain about it now. You know, I was like, just, I don't know, go back to four years ago and try to do something interesting. Right. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well, and that's the thing, right? Like, you know, if you go back a few years, if you just ignore this crazy two years of it being insane and overpriced and, you know, frothy, and you go back a couple of years to when people were creating stuff for the purpose of, you know, creativity and people were buying yeah. stuff they liked, you know, I think it was a healthier place in a lot of ways. Sure, Absolutely. you weren't making $20,000 off of an NFT, but... And I don't, I mean, I think ultimately, like, that is, it's just kind of the nature of what it is like the Pareto principle or something, you know, where it's like you, you kind of like, I think a lot of people are secretly betting on the next like Coons or I don't know, mm-hmm. cause or why do some of them sound so familiar, you know, or like Warhols. <laughs> Similar. Or, or yeah. Yep. Yep. But it's, it's just like, I don't know, man. Like I feel like, if Warhol or Bosque would come back today, you know, and it's like, you know, they've, they've moved on. And then, like, if, if they just came back and saw what their art was actually being, like, used, it's, I don't think, I mean, I think Warhol maybe wouldn't mind because he just kind of, like, was just like, yo, I'm commercial, I'm a sellout, I don't care. I'm yeah, I kind of feel like he'd be totally okay with it. I yeah, think and, but I think Bosque would still be just, like, fucking angry, you know, he'd be like, what? Yeah. He, what? And and I say that just from like my experience of walking into like a West Hollywood gallery. Wow. And I was so excited about Tom Block Crypto Art because it's like, oh, it's an art gallery, right? Pretty yep. quickly, just through conversation, very quick conversation where they're like, we sell boss, you know, they're like, we sell boss scouts and warhols here. You know, it's like, oh, these paid are these people are just on staff to sell like dumb West Hollywood types 
called, you know, $15,000 prints. Right. Like, they don't give a shit about any of this, you know? And I, like, it was a very telling moment for me because I was just like, oh, God. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to become this, and especially not in my lifetime. You know, I'm like, I can't control it after mine, but it's like, sure. It's, you know, it's just kind of gross. It becomes this like cottage mill. You know, and I don't know. I've seen is that avoidable of... though, Max? Is that avoidable? Like, I mean, for you to be sustaining yourself as an artist, you're you're making money, you're making sales. Is it avoidable to just stay? I don't know, pure in a sense. I I would much rather be a Hieronymus Bosch than uh, Warhol, and I have mm. much respect for Warhol. I think he kind of did a lot of interesting things. Sure, but. No, like I still, and it's it's hard to kind of control because it's like, um, you know, it's like once your name's out there, once your art is out there, it, you know, how do you control that? Um, and I think that that was honestly kind of like my one of the one of the big factors why I parted with Robness because I was like, he just did that like PR piece, and I was like, oh man, like I'm trying to keep it kind of low key as much as I can. Because I want people who really like like my art. I don't. I don't want people to buy my art necessarily because they there's a name attached to it. And I think and now it's sort of inescapable in a lot of ways. Sure, but I think it can still be managed, right? And I try to manage it. Like, you know, God forbid. Like, dude, if I if I was Beeple right now, and if I had like my cousins be like, "Hey, man, broke the foot. Can you pay for it?" You know, or like. I can't imagine, but I'm sure that's the kind of issue that that, that guy's having, you know? Uh-huh. And I think, like, ultimately, it's just kind of about the respect for your own art or your own vision and how you want it to kind of be. And it's, and it's weird, because it's almost like, um, it's almost like a paradox, right? Because in a lot of ways, like, one of the things that I try to do when people are like, oh, can I display your art? gallery or something and i'm like and i'm just like all the time anytime everything of mine is cco like feel free to remix it post it do whatever the heck you want with it right because ultimately when i take that stance like my visual and spread further because people like if they like it they'll share it and that's awesome that's good for me sure you know whether or not they end up but like over the repetitive time period and if they keep seeing sort of the styles, you know, and I have a lot of them sort of in the oven all at once. And I really appreciate Collins, especially for sort of seeing the patterns and like sort of doing like ad hoc collection reviews and things like that that he does on Twitter. Yeah, that is cool. Yes. Similarities, right? Like, like the series with my hands, for instance, like he like picked that up and he kind of like sort of started to say, okay, here's the similarities in this style. Um, you know, because ultimately over my like hopefully long art career, I'd like to have a lot of different sort of types of art, you know, it's like, I don't know. Not just the one thing that sells over and over and over again, like some. Yeah, you know, like it's, it's, I think being, it's like the typecast version of art. Yep. You know, it's like, hey, hey, draw me, you know, draw me a grifter or something. <laughs> I, mean, like, I, I, I would right. never want to be in that spot. But I mean, it's, it's a dilemma because if you're having so much success with that and that's what everybody wants, then you maybe do feel compelled to keep doing whatever that is. Yeah. And I, and I think one of the, one of the ways for me to like inoculate myself over this, you know, or about Mm -hmm. this is essentially like do conceptual art, 
because I think conceptual okay. art is like more it's more difficult to ever sort of describe because it's like because it's conceptual right and it's like sure. you can't really describe conceptual art well other you know what I mean like and you can I've, I've sort of been people oh, tell me about this and I'm like oh, I'll tell you about it right but it's like it's a it's sort of like a deeper thing it almost is like it's like it's almost like the cipher art that only few collectors kind of like are in on the joke or are in on the like you know the profundity let's say or whatever the hell hopefully um and they they kind of get the connections you know and like I have a, I have a few collectors who like they they collect for these specific things and they kind of, you know but it's like it's not I don't know like I, I still really like the idea of having a piece of art that somebody collected because they connected the dots mm-hmm. and maybe not that many other people have connected the dots it kind of like it, it i don't know like it puts the the, the cypher back in you know or like the the crypto back into the, like the crypto art aspect of it you know like so much yeah. of it is whether it's using mathematics or whether it's using sort of um subliminal or you know sort of larger psyche visual clues and things um that that i just like i don't know like kind of obscure you know and kind of have to like have the key or have the understanding have the experience you know and a lot of people from like the 2020 have the experience because there's like a whole different scene there and i'm 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 like i hold inordinate amount of like 2020 jpegs that probably nobody wants <laughs> like because i was kind of just doing it to support the market for a large part of it also you know because i was like okay this yep. is like little engine that could and the gas prices went up and i'm gonna put all my money into gas prices just to make sure the market stays you know viable and, right you know and in the process i collected a bunch of crap that i'm just like I wouldn't even put this in the museum and it's not crap because honestly and this is this is the other aspect of it is like when somebody creates something it's something they create it because they want it to and it's like it's not crap to them it's like it is right it is it is it's a beautiful thing they're able to express themselves right and then and then there's the stuff that sort of over time rises to the top and I think that's mm-hmm. probably the the hardest game to play within this game right right and it's like this is, it's this so is focused it's on the short term right yeah it's or, hard and to it's zoom like, out. I don't mind that. like i don't mind that at all right like you made something so heck yeah you know keep doing it great and if you keep doing it and more people keep sort of you know it's like there's sort of automatic systems I'm not talking about the pump and dump bullshit systems that basically kind of like dwarf the space and i honestly yeah. hope like uh you know, I gave Elon Musk a bunch of shit. Like, he's no hero of mine. I think he's, like, he's self-serving. Um, so it's, it's not, like, I'm not going line, to line up to, like, try to, you know, SEC or, or uh, his, you know, or shake his hand or whatever at a $5,000. Like, I, I'm not that guy. I did that once with Elon, uh, not Elon, Richard Branson. I was like, all right, I'll pay, I'll pay 3500 oh, yeah. and have dinner with him, you know? And mm-hmm. so, you know, but it's, like, but it's, Everyone else paid thirty five hundred dollars to have dinner with him, you know, and everyone's like trying to talk to this guy, you know. He kind of sure. doesn't care, you know. <laughs> he's just, of course, he's, there to he's like, "Hey, thirty five hundred bucks a pop, nice, right?" Yeah. I mean, it was kind of cool. There was like a little bit, like he introduced me to 
this is funny. Like I talked to uh, David Carp, right? He's the founder founder of Tumblr. And he's like there with some side piece who like he's an artist, I think, of her own. And he's just like blah blah. blah. And I literally like I looked at him. I was like, I don't do small talk, bro. Like, what what do you say? And and he, <laughs> but then like. Richard Branson saved the day because he like tapped me on the shoulder and was like, yo, I want to treat you to this guy, you know? And, and I was like, okay, so who's this guy? And this guy was like the head of Virgin Galactic, right? Mm. And this stuff like dates kind of horribly, right? Because like, I think we all by now, not all, but like, I think a lot of us like don't really care for the billionaire space races anymore. Right. Right. But it was like, it was kind of cool. Or maybe, mm-hmm. I don't know, a lot of people still care about it, I guess. But At the it time, was, like, it was a big deal, yeah. <laughs> the time was a big deal, right? But you know, looking back at it, I'm like, because the guy was awake, like the guy was like on, like the the, the head of Virgin Galactic was on, like and I'm now like forever. I'm like, what was he on, right? Like which uh-huh. which styles of nootropics that are actually functional do these people have access to that maybe the rest of us don't? Mm. Interesting. Right? And, and I say that as like, I say that's functional because I've been around, like there's this, <laughs> I was in Miami one time and this guy was like, oh, this guy's coming through and he's like a big time DJ or whatever. And he's like, he comes through and you ever seen that like meme where it's like the guy talking to the girl or, you know, and he's like, blah, 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 blah. and it's this guy, like he's, he's obviously kind of tweaked out on something. Right. And he tells me this, okay. like, he tells me this like chemical name and he's like dude that's you know because i think we started talking about nootropics and things and he's like dude that's that's shit like blah 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 and i'm like i'm kind of like looking at him and i'm sort of like judging this church and i'm like i don't know if i really want to be on this nootropic bro like you seem you seem like yeah there's parts of your brain that are running like full tilt but then like the other parts are not you know and it's like later basically uh, he forgot to like close his um, trunk of his Tesla, Oops. and all his DJ equipment just got jacked immediately. Right, so I'm like, and we go out there, and he's freaking out. You know, he's like, "It's my livelihood," and I was like, "Right," and I'm like, "Well, you forgot to close your trunk, man. Like that—that that is, and it, it was like a whole thing, you know." And I'm careless at times, you know, but sure. <laughs> but I'm like, for, not for, generally with your livelihood. Yeah, being like, you know, being like super advanced in like this particular cortex of your brain doesn't necessarily guarantee that, you know, you're you're going to not do something that dumb, you know? And, and then he was like offering people rides on like on his like super fast skateboard, you know, which I think is just like it's kind of a hilarious thing because it's hilarious and sad because I think like <laughs> the speed of those things, people are like, unaware of and a lot of people probably get like killed and wrecked. they probably raise enough money they can pay off the families or whatever you know it's like fight club with the flipping car scene brutal uh any uh anything you else want you want to add before we wrap up i'm thinking we could wrap up with uh you know maybe one more of your bass pro shop ads oh yeah Bass Pro Shop. You got a wife no longer likes to suck your soaked corks that have been from the wine bottles in your neighborhood. She hates you, right? What a great day to go down to the Great Black Bass Shop, where you can find such steel widths as two millimeters. 
that's not good enough for you, guy. Four millimeters. You want to catch a big fish? Come to Bass Pro Shop. Every day is man day. And or women, because we've stopped segregating. Good luck, Fisher. Man. Damn. See, I need to do a Slash woman. I feel like <laughs> out towed too much to the woke. And I'm like, I feel like it needs to be really much more about <laughs> dominance and fishing. I'm sure there are plenty of women who like fishing. I know. I actually, I went on a date once. I don't know any. She's but... like, I like fishing. And I'm like, I don't, but I like women. Um, <laughs> kind of hang out. Didn't really connect, but. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, Really cool to uh, be on the road with you, Max, for you know yeah, an hour this is, or so. It's a, it's a walk and talk. Yeah, and uh, I really appreciate you catching up with okay. me. Like, uh, did you want to drop don't something? Cut this off. Okay, do it. Because look, look, look at this. What is that? A bowling pin or something? What is that? It's a tiny hairbrush. In oh, a, a hairbrush. Okay, I couldn't get the context the of the size and scale of it. Okay. Yeah. So it looked like a bowling hairbrush. pin from my perspective. <laughs> I'm like, why is there a bowling pin on the road? But I guess there's just as much reason for that as a fish on the street. So it's it's one of my favorite it's one of my favorite aspects of this particular place because there's just like oil from cars and cigarettes. It's like the the muckiest puddle you can find. Yeah. And then sometimes there's like a a children's hairbrush in it, you know, or There's a hairbrush or just, in it. Yeah. And then acorns, leaves. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of the focal point. It kind of compositionally more interesting with the hairbrush there. Hairbrush there. Yeah. I actually I have I haven't tokenized these. Actually I think I half tokenized one of them. And it was like a pigeon drinking from this puddle. <laughs> oh, and there's like no frat pigeon. boy pigeons around it to even like be like, you drink from this, you know? Who knows what the pigeon's tripping on from that puddle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Gas- you got to try the gasoline, lemon slice, yeah. hair, and <laughs> cigarette tonic, man. It could Change be a really life. bad trip, too. I don't know. I, I mean, I didn't follow the pigeon, you know. I mean, probably this little <laughs> pigeon hole. He's like, what was in that hairbrush? Oh, man. Take like a nap. Came back out. Right on. Well, hey, thank you very much. I hope you have a great day. It looks like you're off to a great start, having gone for a walk, a bike ride, and a beer already. And I right. Pretty good. good, It's a pretty good day right there. Just the last hour. Yeah. (laughs) Like this is sort of you know on on this is sort of like a thing. I decided to because I don't know. Like people, you know, people go follow you around with the camera, and I'm like, I'm not signing goddamn forms, you know. Because then all of a sudden, you know, your likeness in perpetuity in all the galaxies, you know, signed away yes. to like the hand, Kanye's handlers or whatever. So I don't, I don't like paperwork, but kind of like the idea. It's just sort of like, you know, I exist. Oh, you want to talk? Cool. Max, right. the man on the street. Yeah, it could work. <laughs> all right. Right on. Thank you very much, man. Have an awesome day. Appreciate you, brother. Right on. Take care. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode of NFP with Decline, please like and subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform. Thanks again for listening to the Non-Fungible Podcast. 
See you again soon.